0: Beep. Beep. Beep.
1: Beep. Soy, Beep. the final frontier. I'm Comrade Brit,
2: And I am Fuel Alien Pat. These are the voyages of the Starship USS Brotherly Love. Our ongoing mission... To seek out
1: new Trek episodes. Both cringe and based. And... To boldly go...
2: To get a secret score! So trick the podcast is here! So trick One half vegan, one half queer,
1: A hundred
0: percent
1: communist! Unless we have
0: a less left to guess! We'll have trick
1: and Britain. Talking, joking, joking for for the all about Star
2: Trek. Uh, Like our buttholes, the show is wrecked. Soy Trek, the podcast is
0: here. So listen to Soy Soy Trek Trek right in your ears.
1: Oh, hey. Oh, hey, Motherfathers. Oh. Hello
2: mother parental units yeah of uh, undeterminate gender as, um, as uh, ben shapiro says every, oh every oh Mother's yeah Father's Day. it's
1: very funny when yeah. he does that it he's is really ben shapiro was very <laughs> funny
2: Is <laughs> doing the same joke Twice a year. For it's guys. a good joke. It's a good joke.
1: I mean, they say conservatives only have one joke, but boy, is it funny!
2: <laughs> I identify
1: as an attack helicopter. Ha 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 ha! ha, 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 ha. Okay, welcome to the bridge, everybody. Uh, this is Soytrek. I'm Comrade Brit. I'm Pat. Um, yeah, we're we're here. I'm queer. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much everyone else should be at this point. Yeah, I am used to it. Yeah. I mean you don't you, <laughs> you don't like it though. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I don't have a choice in them 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 the here homosexuals <laughs> populating the United States.
2: Son of a bitch.
1: Yeah. It's called the United States, not the United
2: Gapes. Uh, ooh, good one. Good <laughs> one. Good one. I was
1: thinking the 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 ho- home homosextatuels. Uh, it's not
2: the it's the home of the brave. Not the homos of oh, the brave. Oh,
1: goddamn. Uh yeah, have you ever met any Marines? It is the homos of the brave. A hundred percent.
2: Oh yeah, like I think like one time um, uh, when I was working at this one restaurant, mm-hmm. I asked uh, my gay manager, like, you're like, well, I think he asked, like... Um, Wait, you,
1: you had a manager just for, for the gay people then Oh, yeah, That's, yeah, That yeah. seems kind of fucked up. But, like, <laughs> I
2: think he asked me why I was, like, taking off work. I was like, oh, I'm going to my brother's Marine graduation. He's just like, oh, oh yeah, I fucked a ton of Marines. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I was just like, I bet you
1: have. It would have been great if he was like, uh, why are you taking off work? Well, I'm going to... No, no, I'm asking, why why aren't you taking off them pants, boy?
2: He was the guy that wanted uh, wanted me to go into the office and watch the Mr. Hands video. That seems very appropriate for work. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a restaurant. You know, rules are, rules are, rules are off in the restaurants.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what they say, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rules are off in the He's restaurants. He's like, you want
2: to go watch the Mr. Hands video? And, the, and, the, and we had like this detached office that, was part, that wasn't attached to the rest of the restaurant. It was like kind of like a little bit of a walk. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no. <laughs> for those <laughs> of
1: you who aren't aware, Mr. Hands is a video where a guy who worked at Boeing and lived in Seattle.
2: Oh, did he? Yep. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Uh,
1: he went down to Enumclaw, Washington, uh, where they have a bunch of ranches and horse farms and stuff like that, and he uh, got fucked to death by a horse. <laughs> yeah. And they have it on video, and, like,
2: yeah. you. there's, like... The original two girls, one cup. Or uh, one guy, one, one jar.
1: one One horse, one completely <laughs> broken small and large intestine yeah like <laughs> he like the the horse like rams his big fucking horse cock all the way up there and like you can hear the guy like wincing in pain and like you know the moment that his internal organs just got stretched
2: mm, um, fell apart like a loosely packed meatball like a vegan meatball really like vegan meatball.
1: yeah not even like an impossible burger or anything like one of those old shitty ones you try to make out of like black beans or whatever oh yeah oh, yeah, no one wants that And
2: yeah dad too much uh um, bread crumb, so it's definitely not clumping together. Oh, right? It's no, like, it's too no. dry.
1: It's uh, it's like Nutty Professor Two, the clumps, and that it falls <laughs> apart mid act.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. Go watch Mr. Hand's video.
1: Go watch Nutty Professor Two, the clumps.
2: <laughs> they actually make it a double feature.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like that's, the two most horrifying things ever caught on film.
2: That's that's the that's the Soy Trek double feature yeah. that we were promoting this week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's
1: you got Barbenheimer. I'm talking about. Um, oh
2: yeah. Okay, uh, what is it? Um, the Nutty hand, Mr. Hands. <laughs> uh,
1: the, nutty, the Nutty Hands.
2: <laughs> the Nutty Mr. Hands. That, that's
1: what I'm going to go do after we're done here. <laughs> Just nut all over my palms. Uh, anyway, so uh, this week we watched a brand new episode of Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, um, episode six of season two. This one's called Lost in Translation. Uh, it was written by... There's no Bill Murray in it. On, on, or... Uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. None of that either.
2: And yeah. It doesn't even take place in Japan.
1: No. I mean, everything takes place in Japan if you believe in yourself. Mm. And, you know, you have a full-length body pillow. <laughs> um so uh, this one was written by Anitra Johnson, uh, who wrote the Elysian Kingdom from last season. Oh, interesting. And a couple. Wow, of a
2: completely different tones. Very different. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was actually
1: surprised to see that because uh, yeah, like Elysian Kingdom was pretty silly.
2: Yeah, it was. A, it was a silly. It was. I think it was the silly episode. Oh, of
1: it was. last season. I mean, of the entire series so far, yeah. I'd say. Oh, um,
2: well, we got we've got a couple of silly episodes already this season.
1: True, and we do have probably one very silly episode oh, coming yeah. up next. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um, and then this was, uh, co-written by, uh, David Reed, who wrote, uh, for the boys, several episodes of oh, that. interesting. Yeah, right? Also wrote several episodes in The Magicians. Hmm. So. Yeah, I
2: watched, uh, I watched a couple seasons of Magicians.
1: Yeah, I've heard it's not bad. Yeah. I've heard it's better than, like, Harry Potter and shit.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think anything is. Like. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Like, actually watching Harry Potter
1: no i've i've like tried to watch the films and stuff and i stopped at like three or four because i'm like this is um bad no no the the phrase i'm looking for is this is for babies (laughs) it's for babies. like straight up like i mean if 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 that's your thing fine like i i'm not gonna judge like Mm -hmm. fandoms or whatever but i will judge original works And like that shit is written to like a first grade reading level for a very specific reason because it's for fucking babies <laughs> like straight like if you're a full-ass grown adult and you decide that you need to like read through those books I mean I don't know fucking check your priorities and shit
2: yeah the first time I ever heard of an adult reading it was like very early on when I first started taking hold and like my uh, but my uh, boss at uh baltimore butthole foods was Mm -hmm. like oh yeah my wife's reading the whole uh harry potter books i'm like what
1: so so what you're saying is you're a pedophile because that (laughs) shit's for babies
2: Um, you go down on your wife every night you're committing a crime
1: (laughs) yep (laughs) that's what you should have told him.
2: should have i'll text him right now
1: yeah should be like yeah you fuck your wife while she reads harry potter (laughs) you big baby fucker
2: Fun fact about him: uh, The last time I ever saw him, he shit his pants. while standing right next to me.
1: That rules. Actually, <laughs> yeah. why would you shit his pants?
2: Uh, well, he, he he treated his body like a like shit. Like he was a uh, as you do. Yeah, he was a heroin addict for in Seattle actually for um, oh wow for uh, in his early twenties, and he actually got a pacemaker when he was like thirty eight. Wow. Um, and so yeah, he and he would do stuff like just eat like, um like you would just go to the sushi station and just pick up like a crab stick and just start eating it and he would eat raw chicken all the time that's
1: disgusting he
2: was weird he was really weird but yeah we were going over the day's menu because like we were doing the chef case uh-huh. and then he went <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like damn he's like i just shit my pants <laughs> and then like and then uh he left and never came back like ever ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that my friends is a way to leave your goddamn job.
2: <laughs> I think he had put his two weeks in initially, but uh, I think after shitting his pants, uh, he was just like, I'm done.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you put in your two weeks, like uh, putting in two turds in your pants, <laughs> that takes precedence. Yeah, that
2: take, yeah. It's just like, like you know what? I'm going to go out on the, with a bang. Yeah. I'm going to just shit my pants and I'm just going to call it a day. Go out with a sharp baby. <laughs> go out with a shart. Um,
1: <laughs> so... The, this episode of Strange New Worlds was directed by Dan Liu, who did uh, uh, Momentum Mori from the first season, oh, cool. uh, and then two episodes of Picard season three. So, mm-hmm. pretty competent director, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah,
2: yeah. <coughs> both kind of like uh, Hammer based too.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. yeah, interesting. So, let's start out here. So, on the edge of Federation space, the Enterprise is settling up to a fuel station. Um. Pike is given uh, command of the USS Farragut, and he has made a uh, temporary fleet captain. And everyone's making a big deal out of it, and he's like shoving it off, like, no, nah, it's not a big deal, it's just temporary. I'm in charge of three fucking ships, don't yeah. make a big deal out of it. Stop riding my dick! <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, every, everyone seems real, real impressed. So, uh, we go over to Uhura, and this is kind of an Uhura episode, uh, mm-hmm. which we fucking love. Uh, yeah, Celia Rose Gooding, or Cel- Celia Rose Gooding, mm-hmm. amazing actress, uh, yeah. really, really love her in this role, and she fucking knocks it out of the park this episode, yeah. 100%, and, and, really. I do,
2: and I do like, it does, she does a really good job of, um, and like, this, this also season does a great job of expanding. Um, the lore around Yahura Mm -hmm. and just like giving you more of like, fleshing her more out as a character than like the original series Mm -hmm. ever did.
1: And it's interesting because there's some parts in this episode where it has her do like exposition kind of, Mm -hmm. but it's not clumsy at all. No. It's it's actually like very well done and it like in context makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And so like, kudos to the writing of this episode, kudos to the acting. Like I thought that like everything about this episode was pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, I I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when you mentioned it was Elysian Kingdom, uh, same writer, I was like, I was, I was taken back because like I thought yeah. this episode was very serious, very, very, yeah. very, very grim. <laughs> this is one
1: of the best episodes of it this really season, good. and it's pretty dark, uh, which makes sense given the director, but the mm-hmm. writer, not so much. Uh, yeah. Although it is one of the writers from The Boys as well, okay, yeah. And so there's definitely like some dark competence there.
2: Also, one thing I really enjoyed is like it also like does something that I think was missing from some other trick where it kind Mm. of just establishes kind of like the feel of just like living on a starship and absolutely yeah, and just like so sort of like the like how day to day must go and like and gives a sense that like gives f- gives you more the feeling that yes these people work together because like yeah. they kind of have that sort of like feel of like you know their coworkers workers kind all of a just, rapport yeah kind of rapport it yeah. does, a lot, does, does a lot of great job like they have like a lot of nice little moments between like you know her and pike and mm-hmm. and just between and a lot, a lot of good character moments that yeah that make it make the starship feel lived in which is like a feeling you got from like you know tng ds9 and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: absolutely totally agree with that so um, we go over to Ahura, and she uh, is at the comms, and she's like hallucinating some Cylon noises. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the Cylon noise from uh, Battlestar Galactica, it's like a <laughs> very metallic noise, mm. uh, and this this is very much a Cylon noise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is fine. It's you know very good stock. Uh, sci-fi sound, I guess.
2: Yeah, she's listening to some industrial music or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Bring>, bang, bang. <laughs> uh,
1: that that would have been great if she was just listening to like Skinny Puppy. Yeah, and fucking like Pike comes over and he's like, "Damn girl, you listen to Skeepu?" <laughs>
2: He's like, "What was that?" Like, oh, uh, I think we had an incoming transmission. Like, mm. oh, that was skinny puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Ex-
1: excuse me. Is, that. This, is this the bridge or the Goth Club? I
2: know that industrial sound anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I used to be a member of the Goth Club. <laughs> Where do you think I got this fabulous hair?
2: That's true. Yeah, I think I think I think I could see like Pike's hair beam in a Goth Club.
1: A hundred percent, no. Like on
2: someone just wearing like a like a long ass like uh, trench coat.
1: <laughs> right. It's it's super weird going to the goth club because there's like I mean there's all different types of goth, but you generally see like when it comes to like goth dudes, especially heterosexual goth dudes, there's two very specific types. <laughs> there's uh, a guy who's very well put together, has mm-hmm. like a great haircut and stuff like that, yeah. like a really cool aesthetic, and then there's like piece of shit who wears black.
2: Yeah. I was that. I went to the goth club that one uh, one time, mm. like me and Quinn went, and oh, I, nice. I, I put a fez on. I oh, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, I would have been like, yeah, he's one of the latter. <laughs> he's one he's of the a latter. a real piece of shit who wears black. <laughs> Look at right this there. piece
2: of shit over here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't have any black shoes, but I had well, I had black shoes, but they had white trim on them, so I just took a Sharpie and colored them in.
1: You know you don't have to wear all black to go to the goth club.
2: Yeah, I just thought it'd be nice.
1: The, I mean, that's that's a nice thought, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's really, like, uh, at least my goth club, the uh, uh, Mercury Machine Works here in Seattle, like, their only rules are, uh, like, no gang-affiliated clothes and then no blue jeans. They straight mm. up will not allow you in with blue jeans. I
2: was wearing dress pants. I no, had a, yeah, they I, love that. I had, a, um, uh, like, a button-down shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just kind of was trying to go for, like, I was trying to go for, like, a Uncle Fester-type look. It's like Uncle Fester at the club.
1: cool. Should have just worn like a fucking potato sack. Like, (laughs) fester's like uh he's a brown goth yeah.
2: yeah it was funny um that's the first place i saw that movie the kingsman they were just playing the kingsman on the on the on the tv for some reason yeah yeah
1: they, they play some weird shit on that uh the big projector thing yeah and again. i don't know why but they just do yeah it's pretty funny
2: i was like what movie is this this is the kingsman i should have watched that shit mm. yeah it's a really good movie you
1: know, i've uh they i saw an entire set uh played there, and they just played all of the Alien films behind it.
2: Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah,
1: Which is sick, because I love all of the Alien films. Mm -hmm. And I, you know what, I actually might believe that. (laughs) I do really like, genuinely, I even like Alien Resurrection, kind of. Oh, I
2: love Alien Resurrection. Uh, I I think think it fucks. I think
1: Alien Cubed is fucking rad, It is.
2: Like, a lot of people said it was like, it missed out, it, like, because like originally i guess the idea was proposed that it was going to take place on earth and it was right, going to be right. like a worldwide type thing mm-hmm. but yeah. i like i like like you know kind of like fleshing out like the world of that mm-hmm. you know they just have like prison planets yeah yeah
1: the prison planets a cool idea yeah. and like fucking then uh andor totally ripped off that prison planet mm-hmm. idea i mean it was great how they did it but it's like it's literally the exa- like f- beat for beat like the exact same concepts yeah yeah uh, but it's really cool. I fucking loved that.
2: Um, yeah. But yeah. it was, yeah. That also like the added like tr- uh, um, tension of like you know her being the only woman mm-hmm. on an all male um, uh, prison plan. So he's like, oh yeah, there's like the danger of the alien and the danger of the prisoners. Men. Yeah, the danger the of men, danger of yeah. men, danger yeah. of men.
1: Yeah. the evil that men do.
2: Yeah. Then yeah. Didn't, and I didn't realize until like a most recent rewatch, I was like, oh, when Lannister's in it. Yeah. Yeah. He totally is. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And then some some dink
1: yeah uh, one in the dink two in the lidge <laughs> um so uhura goes to recalibrate the comms thinking that they're messing up which is why she's hearing Cylon noises um and uh, she's using a hammer video to do so which is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, I, I like that the uh, that they still have instructional YouTube videos in the future Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: <laughs> how else are you gonna learn anything?
2: I know I've I've I've, I've used YouTube to learn how to do uh, Repairs on my car the same here. That's yeah. The, yeah, that's how
1: I've like uh, done Like my AC system. I had mm-hmm. to redo some things in that some some tubing and then I also um yeah, I reinstalled, like, all my lights mm-hmm. learning YouTube.
2: Yeah. Oh, YouTube is a great learning tool.
1: It really is, honestly, and I feel like the internet, more than anything, is a great learning tool if we know how to use it. It's but
2: not just a place for pornography and, and um, typing out slurs to people.
1: I mean, well, that's a lie, what you just <laughs> said, because <laughs> that's certainly what it is. Yeah. I'm saying what it should be is a place for learning.
2: Yeah, I feel like if it had been released, like, if there, if there, the, if the Renaissance had internet, like, it would have been, like, this tool for for good but now but it's released now so it's just like pornography
1: are, are you kidding <laughs> like if, if we had the internet during the renaissance like the crusades would have just kept happening <laughs> yeah. like the fucking someone someone in the ottoman empire would be shit posting and some guy would be like all right we're taking back israel
2: i do feel that's that's brought <laughs> on the verge of every single day at like just like just people like posting like if 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 they had the power of like of entire armies behind them yeah we would just be in constant warfare (laughs) just like what did you post motherfucker which is i
1: mean let's be honest we need more warfare in the western world like (laughs) actual active not proxy ass bullshit like we need to thin the herd (laughs) the reason we have incels is because we have not had a legitimate world war for fucking 80 years now
2: I just think people need to touch grass.
1: Yeah. Talk the to grass it. of a fucking battlefield, my <laughs> friend. How do you how do you think you get an incel out of the house unless you draft them into an army under penalty of death? That's true. Like, like, just turn
2: the internet off. We need an EMP device to go off, and then everyone just goes outside and.
1: No, oh, I mean, I feel like they have watched so much pornography, it's burned into their retinas. So if you turn <laughs> off their internet, they can just close their eyes and see it and, they're, 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 and they're, forever be in like the unicorn fucking replicant dream.
2: <laughs> they're 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 tied into the matrix. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. There you go.
2: Um, I mean, I feel like they kind
1: of are in a way. Yeah. The pornography matrix. We all are. Yeah. Um... You know, and you know if if anything ever takes over and becomes the Matrix, you know exactly what it's going to be.
2: Mm. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Plug me in! <laughs> Put me back in! <laughs> I'm, I'm missing the pornography I was about to come. I want some more pornographies,
0: bestialities.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hands, please More, more Mr Mr. H- more Mr. Hands videos. <laughs> In the Matrix Mr. Hands is still alive. God
1: I wish I was like a substitute teacher, so if like a kid kept on like asking questions and raising his hands, I'd be like, uh, yeah, you Mr. Hands.
2: <laughs> and he wouldn't get the reference. Never.
1: Never. Until <laughs> he looks it up later and I I awaken something
2: different. Did anyone and... else substitute teacher call them Mr. Hands all the time? <laughs> Anybody else
1: have a substitute teacher that, uh, you know, accused him of uh, getting fucked to death <laughs> by a horse?
2: Anybody? No? That's weird. Just my substitute teacher? Well, <laughs>
1: I should probably talk to a therapist. <laughs> um, I should notify the authorities.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, uh, her is recalibrating the comms array. <laughs> And uh, She's using the hammer video then uh, Pelia comes up upon her and asks why her has never talked to her and her is like Oh, I'm pretty sure I have and Pelia goes. No, 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 <laughs> and it's pretty great yeah. uh, which is I, I kind of need that riz mm-hmm. like I'm I Can be a very like upfront person, mm-hmm. but I, I'd like to be that upfront Yeah, where I just call people out on stuff and like very self-assuredly like keep calling them out
2: why aren't you talking to me? Is, mm. And also like, why is she singling out Yuhura too? Does she, does she expect everyone on the ship to talk to her?
1: It's like, yeah, hey bitch, why didn't she talk to me? I don't, mm. uh, w- w- why is the onus on Yuhura to talk to Pelia? Because <laughs> she's the communications officer or yeah, something?
2: She, yeah, maybe because she works on the bridge, but. I so mean, that would be funny if also like, if after this scene we had her PAO leave and then like she said it to another person just randomly in the <laughs> <house>. <laughs> Why don't you ever talk to me? And the guy's like, there's 400 people on the <laughs> ship. I don't, you're on two weeks here. <laughs> What do you? T- I'm on first name basis with maybe 30 people. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're on
1: opposite shifts in me. You work in engineering. I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. um, you're 200 years old, lady. <laughs> Get a grip. Uh, so Ahura then uh, goes um, into a turbo lift and hallucinates zombie Hammer
2: yeah that was wild that was
1: pretty cool actually i mean it was at first i was like yeah but i think in context of the episode it actually made quite a bit of sense
2: yeah i was was actually expecting like um initially i thought there was going to be some sort of like because you know Hemmer had some like um, like latent like or psychic abilities right? yes true so i was thinking that there was some sort of like like um, leftover psychic connection. It was going to be. Oh, like, interesting. That's that's initially where I thought it was going. Like I thought, like it was like maybe he had sent her like a message, yeah. and that was like just being activated.
1: I feel like there's been nothing uh, where Ahura has any kind of psychic abilities, though. So yeah. I'm, I'm but not- I
2: was wondering since they had like you know they had that sort of like kind of relationship, maybe like right. he, there was something that he buried and her mind.
1: Who or maybe that pusher. No, oh, yeah, right that pusher. Ba- ba- like, like, oh and push well her. maybe
2: the maybe the uh, detronium or whatever it's called mm-hmm. act- activated some sort of like psychic command he left her and now mm-hmm. and she can't make sense of it or something.
1: Interesting, interesting theory. That's not what happened. That's not what happens. <laughs> Roll opening credits. Seven minutes in. Um, yeah, good, good, good teaser. Good beginning to the episode, I'd say. Yeah,
2: good. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Left you with like a holy shit, a zombie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Left you going. Oh well, now I gotta watch past the credits. <laughs> I can't just make up this entire episode for the fucking podcast now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the shit they asked me to do.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be funny if people aren't watching the episodes and they just take our word for it so we can just start making up our own episodes.
1: Who says we haven't been doing that, Pat?
2: Say what?
1: Uh-oh. I got a sound for this, I swear. <laughs> there we go. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: so uh, we're back in Medbay now and Dr. Mbenga tells Ahura that she has deuterium poisoning, which is why she's having the hallucinations and she can't go back on duty until she gets some rest. Which I, I agree. Good good job Mbenga.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like it when the um, starfleet doctors actually flex their power. Like right. they're just like all right, motherfucker, you're mm-hmm. overworked, you need to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like cuz we don't have that in America. And no. I love
1: I love how he found out that uh, she wasn't getting sleep too. She's like he was like a uh, Oh, your serotonin and cortisol levels, they're, uh, they're very down. Have you not been getting any sleep? And she's like, oh. no. Which I mean, so serotonin and cortisol levels, that can mean like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. She could be highly depressed, highly stressed, uh, and, or poorly dressed, one of those mm-hmm. three things.
2: But we know for a fact she ain't poorly dressed. Oh
1: no, no, that, that, uh, <laughs> that Starfleet suit be hugging her. Mm-hmm in ways I, too, would like to hug. And I do
2: like her earrings, too. Oh, actually. yeah. She so.
1: has a really cool earring she hasn't worn yeah. before on her left ear here It's like, a cool, like, kind of purplish hoop thing.
2: Yeah. A lot, like, a lot of times I was doing close-ups of her. I couldn't help but, like, stare at her earring. I, yeah. like, mm.
1: I, I, I feel that way about her skin. <laughs> she has the most God-perfect complexion of, like, anyone I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I would, like, eat any sort of food off of her face <laughs> or the rest of her body. Yeah, She's just uh, really, I can't stress this enough, just one of the most gorgeous human beings to ever exist. Yeah. Like, she is, or sorry, they are fine. <laughs> and also, they're like uh, genderqueer, which mm. gets me hot.
2: A they Vimbo.
1: Hell yeah, we fucking love that. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, there was, I guess, some like backlash or some fucking idiots on Twitter today about this episode, and so oh, did you
2: get your uh, Twitter back? No, oh. no, it's
1: permanently suspended.
2: Fuck. Yeah. Did, you, have, you have made another account or anything?
1: Yeah, I made a, at Star or sorry at Soytrek Pod, mm. but I mean, losing a year's worth of content and like yeah over a thousand followers really fucking sucks.
2: It does, yeah. especially when it's just like it's crazy that you see like some of the most insane slurs in your life. Uh, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and, and the
1: thing too about like reporting things on Twitter is they will literally tell you like how they like if they did anything about it. Yeah. And I report people all the time for saying shit like trans people don't exist, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know some uh, several people calling people like fags and stuff like that. And
2: I report I reported a, a a snuff video someone posted one time.
1: That why would you report that snuff video was rock.
2: That was a woman getting stabbed to death. Oh. So I was like, eh, this doesn't belong here.
1: Does she deserve it?
2: No. <laughs> then I guess it doesn't belong. But
1: no. I don't know if someone. If there was a video of someone, like, meticulously stabbing someone like, say, I don't know, Diane Feinstein, mm. I don't think I'd report that. <laughs> I think I'd uh, maybe re- retweet it. I don't
2: even think she'd be aware if she was being stabbed or not.
1: No, she'd be like, I have a son who looks like you.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, Twitter's a hell site now.
1: It really fucking sucks. It's <laughs> gotten, like, progressively worse and, like... More people have left, and more people have become completely disenchanted with it. But the problem is there's no real good alternative either.
2: Yeah, Blue Sky is... Blue Sky sucks. Threads yeah. sucks. Mastodon sucks. Oh, yeah. Threads, I tried. And Threads is so confusing.
1: People... I mean, the thing about Threads is, like, I have a pretty big built-in fan base there. I've already got, like, 300 followers on there, even mm. though I've posted, like, five things. Mm-hmm. Just because it's connected with, with, um, Instagram. with Instagram. And, like, you know, I've got, like... 35-3600 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. and so like there's a nice built-in Kind of fan base there, but it, it's like I don't know it, it fucking sucks, man It all sucks. I I miss the old Twitter fuck you Elon Musk. You <laughs> fucking clown ass bitch
0: son of a bitch uh,
1: What a piece of shit? <laughs> uh, anyway, so in the bowels of the ship actually this isn't in the bowels of the ship So this is at the fuel processing station the deuterium um, processing station that they're trying to get up and running to use as kind of a refueling base and also kind of the outer edge of uh, Federation space exploration. So in the bowels of the fuel depot, Una and Pelia are doing diagnostics, and Una doesn't want to do things Pelia's way and there's some conflict they mm-hmm. obviously are kind of getting on each other's nerves mm-hmm. so either they want to fight or they want to fuck and i couldn't figure out what quite yet
2: let's hope for fuck later hell on hell
1: yeah i Pellia, you know Pelia has some ancient pussy knowledge oh yeah she's been i mean she's been scissor and pussy for like 200 <laughs> plus years all over earth and the rest of the galaxy mm-hmm. you know she has some things to teach not just engineering
0: oh
2: yeah and queering you know what i'm saying <laughs> um she's been like just lifting weights with it (laughs) so it's just like all muscular
1: so I actually uh, have a friend who I've been with who uh, who is able to lift weights with their labia and that's Mm. like they're a stripper actually Mm. I think they mostly do cam stuff now but they were a stripper and I actually didn't even know they were a stripper until I uh was down in portland with my girlfriend at the time and we went to casa diablo Mm. and uh suddenly there's this this person i know there and they're lifting like fucking plates with their pussy lips oh hells yeah yeah and i was like damn i don't know what could do that (laughs) i mean it can do a lot of cool stuff but i don't know what could do that
2: yeah Uh. the human body is a wonderful thing like she's like she's like uh sort of like she would belong in um, the Dune universe like kind of like the people that have expanded their their physical bodies beyond what uh, beyond normal humans. Right, right. Yeah. She'd be like a Duncan Idaho or something. Right. right.
1: <laughs> she got she got that pussy melange. She's a bit
2: she's, mm. like, she's just like yeah. She's. She like, got that
1: vajaybezerite.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> The spice must flow, baby oh, girl. Oh, yeah.
1: it be spicing and squirting.
2: <laughs> do it, spice. Do it, squirting. <laughs> that would suck if it just shot spice in your face.
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> it's Like, be, oh, God. You know would be great as if instead of, like, uh, you know, their brown eyes turning blue, their brown eye turned blue.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, right? That'd be nice. Yeah. It's just
1: like, uh, I can feel something uh, tingling in my butthole.
2: I kind of wonder if that would happen if you... Because, like, you know, if you, tur- you turn blue from taking too much colloidal silver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've wanted to do that so bad. Like, I want to turn blue. Okay. <laughs> and so I wonder if your your brown eye does become blue.
1: You know, you can just, like, join the blue man group or... uh, uh no. Oh, is this a navy thing, dude?
2: I just want to permanently turn blue.
1: So this is an avatar thing. <laughs> I I get it. I, too, want to fuck a navy. Yeah you can't you can't be eating (laughs) all the colloidal silver and turning into appalachian man yeah
2: i saw that dude at chipotle once
1: what he lives he doesn't live around here
2: yeah there's like one guy that lives here yeah
1: i mean yeah i guess there's several people who took too much colloidal yeah i
2: saw saw him at chipotle just chowing down on a burrito like like he wasn't blue it's like nice
1: listen up here's a story (laughs) about a little man i saw in chipotle (laughs) and all day and all night and everything he sees is blue uh.
0: he's blue Mm.
1: um what did he get by the way huh what did he get at chipotle
2: Uh, i couldn't tell but it was a burrito of some kind
1: Mm. it's a wise decision yeah they do burritos pretty well there yeah so we go back to Ahura, and they're trying to sleep um but have a hallucination where they're wearing a do-rag and they're very handsome <laughs> and then there's like a bunch of smoke billowing from something that looks like it crashed
2: yeah i do like the slow reveal of what this was because i was confused like because mm-hmm. like i do like the like because like all the all the images do seem like random and under un- un- like unconnected a bit mm-hmm. and then you're like okay well what is this showing us and then I, I, I thought the reveal was like it, it was great. It was because it leads to a very emotional yeah. payoff later on.
1: It, it was, and this episode was very well structured. It did very good <laughs> mm-hmm. exposition with meaningful payoff. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. Um. Yeah. Yeah. altogether a good episode of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So uh, next, Jim Kirk arrives. Oh, and we also got to talk about the do rag. I believe this is the first do rag ever in Star Trek history. Um,
2: I think so.
1: And we we love to see that. Uh, but Tuvok
2: wore one when they went to Earth.
1: You're right. He did. Fuck.
0: No. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, tu- Tuvok used one to cover up his ears. Oh no. Yeah, when yeah, they yeah. went to the, yeah, when, I when they call went to, that, yeah, yeah went the nineties. The
1: nineties. Yeah, that was wasn't that a first season episode or something? It was.
2: I think so. Yeah, it had Sarah Silverman. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It did actually they might have been a later one but yeah yeah it's it's and uh tom paris fucks sarah silverman
0: mm-hmm.
2: which
1: uh, which has got to be the worst thing ever imagine yeah. a girl who won't stop like making fart jokes when you're like trying to <laughs> eat her pussy like shut up and let let me have sex with you
2: also it's like yeah anytime you have sex with a person in the past like you run the risk of becoming your own grandfather and you have like that whole like time travel
1: i'm my own grandpa <laughs> yeah. i'm my own grandpa <laughs> yes it's funny i know but it really is so i said i'm my own grandpa
2: that would have been funny though if he did like after he had sex with sarah silverman he went back and then looking through old family photos and he sees Caesar sees, sees his grand, sees old Sarasota. He's <laughs> like
0: no mm,
2: <laughs> no mm.
1: he, he just like just starts making more and more like borderline anti-semitic jokes about himself <laughs> and like, what am I
2: doing And then and he could really be like I read a particularly erotic chapter of my grandmother's journal <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah just reading the passage where she's like yeah fuck some dude from the future mm-hmm. he's like ooh yeah yeah, do, Dan, it, do all right, it. All right, all yeah. right, Grandma. Yeah. We'll always have Paris. Yeah, dude, do, do some more details. Mm-hmm.
1: So, grandma,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So back with Uhura, uh, they're trying to sleep, but they have that hallucination. Yeah, We already did that. So next we go to Jim Kirk, uh, who arrives on the Enterprise, the real Jim Kirk, for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Farragut, and he is greeted by none other than his brother Samuel George Kirk, or mm-hmm. George Samuel Kirk. If that's the one. Uh, Jim Kirk has been promoted to the youngest first officer ever, and Sam thinks his brother's ambition is impressing his father too much, and he's definitely jealous.
2: Yeah, and I I didn't really realize like see like the resemblance. Like, mm-hmm. they, I think they picked two actors that do very resemble each other that could actually be real life uh, brothers. Yeah. Like I thought, I was like, "Oh wow, they do kind of have, they do uh, act very so- and look very similar to each other." Yeah, I didn't really notice until now.
1: And um, now, here's a question for both of us based mm. on this interaction: uh, How does it feel to be the fail son?
2: <sighs> How'd you know I was the fail? Oh yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: because like one of your brothers is like a nuclear physicist yeah. the other one is like uh, obsessed with being italian it's true so you got to be the one who <laughs> he, he did call me
2: pathetic today because i was just like you know what i'm fine being a spinster i think yeah. I, all i want is i sent him a picture of like a man just chilling with a cat and, mm-hmm. a, and a miller high life and, and, and so and, he, and he, i was like this is my this is what i want and he's yeah. like that's pathetic
1: no, that rocks. <laughs> like, and that, that's the thing. Is like, people. Oh God, I hate fucking people who feel like you need to hit all of the goal markers. And- also,
2: I feel like goal markers don't even exist anymore. Like, no, like, like it's it's like it's it's nonsense mm-hmm. to even like imagine that those that those like goal markers are even relevant mm-hmm. or accessible to most people now. Right. Like, especially
1: like owning a home owning a home anywhere that's not f- a fucking dog shit county u.s hell <laughs> yeah
2: like yeah it's like yeah like those those are completely out of the picture it's like we're we're already like creating new standards yeah. of just existence
1: speaking of which uh you know how much of a fail son i am hmm. my brother got married today yeah yeah
2: yeah but you're going, you're going to attend the, a wedding, yeah, the wedding ceremony. Yeah,
1: I'm going to be emceeing the wedding ceremony. So I'm, I'm apparently my family knows I'm like very good and successful at uh, just talking at things. <laughs> hey, I, but I mean, like my brother also does that though for a fucking living, making yeah. much better money than I do because he's a <laughs> professor.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, but I'm over here fucking, you know, talking to like a thousand people a week, telling them bullshit about Star Trek. That's true. Hey but you know what you know what the biggest class he's ever had is fucking 30 people i got a fucking thousand people listening exactly. to me, so at- suck suck my <laughs> unsuccessful dick brother
2: <laughs>
1: you and your new wife
2: we are all samuel george kirk
1: we are we really are this is a samuel george kirk podcast yeah
2: we we, we, we hold him up as our patron saint now.
1: yeah re- reject the gym embrace the george sam
2: yes the, fails, the, fa- the, the the patron saint of fail sons. Hell yeah. <laughs> and honestly,
1: like, you look at the fail sons out there like, what, would you rather be Bo Biden or Hunter Biden? I
2: would definitely be Hunter Biden. Yeah,
1: because otherwise you'd be six feet under fucking ground, man. Yeah. Yeah, so. What
2: does it say? Like the comparison is The Theft of Joy?
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So I told my brother and he said uh, That was a pathetic uh, plan I was just like you know what different strokes for different folks brother
1: Yeah I mean like <laughs> Speaking of which I can jerk off whenever I want Yeah Yeah, you can't in your own home Dipshit <laughs> You fucking idiot Moron. Who failed now you can't, you can't even jerk off You fucking jerk off God that's you want to hear pathetic God Your roommate who's a fucking baby Won't let you jerk off <laughs>
2: Have fun with that shit Yeah I'm gonna spend my day off Watching YouTube videos in my underwear Right <laughs> Have
1: fun liking Italy, dipshit Oh, by the
2: way I can drink a beer at 11 o'clock in the morning No one says a shit about it
1: Fuck it I'll boof it
2: I'll boof it
1: I ain't got a kid who's gonna walk on me going
2: daddy not again if i wanted to put that beer in my asshole i could yeah and i will too because i could i don't have any consequences hell no <laughs> i'm not responsible for a child <laughs>
1: Freaking, yeah you you must have listened to the song you don't follow any rules oh yeah
2: i you, don't follow you, any you rules. you
1: made the promise to never follow a single rule ever. i sing again. that song at work all the time oh yeah yeah, yeah i love that song yeah
2: I, I keep i keep wanting them to make a full version and release it so i can just like play it all the time yeah yeah cool it's because it's a fake song, which just drives me insane. It's yeah. Just, uh,
1: I mean, it's, it's for a comedy. Uh, what we're talking about is a sketch off of I Think You Should Leave, the mm-hmm. th- uh, third season, the newest one, mm-hmm. uh, about uh, two guys who are shirt brothers. They're wearing the same shirt at a recital, and uh, one of the guys is listening to a song too much about how there are no rules. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the bathroom, uh, but like on his way back destroys a classroom because mm-hmm. there's no rules. No rules. Which is like honestly the way I described it makes it sound incredibly dour and like not a, not a very good comedy sketch. But trust me it is. It's it very is. Funny.
2: I love it. It's very I watch funny. I watch it on repeat. It was
1: uh, in my opinion, probably like one of the two real standout sketches of mm-hmm. this season. That and the the driving crooner. Oh yeah. The driving crooner, I have watched it like ten times <laughs> and it still makes me cry when he starts
0: with a
2: <laughs> it's so fucking good i need mean that because i anytime i want to do a um a road trip i want to have the driving crooner stickers oh, on my car he's so good he's But so also uh the shirt brother guy biff whiff he's yeah, he, also currently fighting cancer he so uh, he made
1: a lot of money on his he kickstarter did, though. he did yeah uh, 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 we're,
2: we're all we're all hoping for him that he's he yeah. better hell yeah he rules he's he's such a cool guy like, I mean, like I mean, he what huh
1: he what he's a cool guy no before that you said he what he you said he rules
2: he rules oh but he doesn't look. He no rules motherfucker no rules, no rules. <laughs>
1: you just got got <laughs> you just got yourself friend
2: but if you don't follow him online because he's a really cool guy yeah like biff with rocks yeah
1: um, so um we go to the bar and spock and chapel are playing 3d <laughs> chess which is their analog for sex because spock can no longer get it up
2: i was thinking like I don't know. They seem very mismatched. Like it's like kind of.
1: I think that's almost the point, though. mm -hmm. Is like a human in love with a Vulcan, and it's hard. I mean,
2: and I know that was like the whole thing. Like mm -hmm. you know, in the TOS, like you know, she had a crush on him and stuff. And but it's just like I feel like this. I feel like um, this Nurse Chapel seems more like you know beats goes to the beat of her own drum mm-hmm. and yeah
1: i mean because in this future women actually have agency <laughs> yeah whereas in the future of the 1960s they're like that's nah, never gonna
2: happen yeah there's that one episode where like she brings like spock a traditional plate uh food from his from his uh from vulcan and he's right. like get this fucking and <laughs> <laughs> she's like what i do to make a man <laughs>
1: whereas this chapel would be like you don't want fuck you yeah which, fuck you dude which i like like i like a woman with agency yeah i prefer a woman i i don't like women without agency yeah
2: with this iteration of chapel it does seem like he's more of a wet blanket than like something that she would find like Attractive,
1: right, right. Yeah. So uh, Spock suggests that they report their relationship to Starfleet, and um, Chapel uh, compares their relationship to Schrodinger's cat in that <laughs> if they reveal it to Starfleet, maybe the cat will no longer be there. Mm which she's uh i think now uh her pussy here be like <laughs> well if you tell starfleet maybe you won't have the cat anymore if you know what i mean you ain't gonna get this pussy you dumb bitch <laughs> you big dumb vulcan bitch you ain't gonna get this
2: human pussy no more maybe there's gonna be a dead cat in there who knows
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, t- that's my fetish. Yeah,
2: that could be a traditional Vulcan thing.
1: <laughs> I think that's Polish, actually, is mm. sticking a dead cat in the pussy. <laughs> I think that's what they do for Halloween.
2: Mm. Yeah. That would be a Polish thing.
1: <laughs> Very Polish. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, for Halloween. Uh, is that a Polish? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, we, we stick the dead cat in the pussy, and then we let the hair grow on the shaft of the cock until <laughs> we can no longer see anything but the head. <laughs>
2: Then we screw in a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it takes the entire village. And we only have one light bulb. And the dead cat. And the dead cat. Dead pussy cat.
1: So uh, do you, um, interesting question here based on Spock thinking they should report their fraternization. Do you think Riker ever reported any fraternization?
2: I assume he would have to just so they can track <laughs> like you know, oh, just so they they can, can track the infection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like
1: uh, just a contagion chain of like uh, what, someone uh, someone in the far delta quadrant got the super aids. <laughs> has has Riker been anywhere near there? I mean, not not technically, but he did go through a space anomaly, so maybe, maybe.
2: Yeah, there's just like when you go into the into um, the Enterprise um, med bay, mm-hmm. there's like you know little forms you can fill out to to for 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 uh, Doctor Crusher. It's just like you know, um, there's just a box disease. that says Riker. Yeah, it's just Riker, and it's <laughs> like. All right, come on. <laughs> it's just
1: so you check the box uh, that says Riker, and then underneath there's a line that says what kind of discharge? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which hole? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it more like cheese or like a viscous fluid?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just they, they just have it like actually they probably even just stopped like having them report to uh, report to uh, uh, Doctor Crusher herself. They are just like. You know, just like here. Yeah, they they just have a separate med bay. Slept with Riker? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Inject this. (laughs) Uh, God,
1: go to the the Riker Bay. (laughs) Go to the Riker Bay. it's it's completely separate from med bay we have different procedures it's
2: it's it looks like a um um like a battlefield uh like a like a like a, like a, like a, like a, like a war hospital like everyone's just laying on blankets and moaning <laughs> there's like people with
1: like uh amputated limbs and stuff you're
2: yeah. the old sawbones <laughs> They're gonna saw your boner off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you ain't using that no more. <laughs> it's good as dead. It's.
1: I mean, it's. If you leave it on too long, it's just gonna fall off during <laughs> in your sleep, and you'll never be able to find they it. They cut it off,
2: and it starts wriggling away. It's like <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they Shoot with phasers and it explodes.
1: <laughs> uh, like though the, um, yeah, the worms from conspiracy. Yeah.
2: God damn it, Riker. <laughs>
1: so um uhura approaches uh oh so actually so chapel thinks telling starfleet would ruin their relationship and gives the the analogy there and then Ahura approaches and tells spock that they're hallucinating uh before before they said that they got uh, mbenga said that she got uh deuterium poisoning Mm -hmm. so they do have deuterium poisoning but they think it's something else so next, Ahura goes into a hallway and hallucinates a bunch of dead people and fights a clone of herself, which happens to be, in fact, Jim Kirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she punches him, and he's like, I told you I wasn't hitting on you. <laughs> Damn. So Ahura helps but him. But he was. He was. He definitely was. We know for sure. Yeah. So Ahura helps him up, and he agrees to help her with her hallucination problem. So, back with Una and Pelia on the fuel supply ship, uh, they find a saboteur who is having similar symptoms to Ahura and uh, freaking out and hallucinating and stuff. So, next we go back with Ahura, And Uhura um, wakes up to a red alert in her bed. Mm. And uh, she's got some um, memory foam pillows, as you as yeah. I noticed.
2: I was like, ooh, those pillows look nice. Yeah, but
1: they're not they're not my pillows
2: (laughs) no they're not by mike lindell
1: which i'm surprised because i mean they already shouted out elon musk a couple times in discovery so
2: i think they've stopped that
1: yeah they have
2: like i don't think i don't think i don't think they'll ever mention elon musk again yeah i'm (laughs) I'm hoping i'm
1: gonna specifically say thank you Carlos cisco for putting (laughs) a stop to that
2: yes yes thank you so much yes Uh, yeah like if it like i feel at this point like the jig is up like
1: it's a hundred I mean no like like nobody even liberal thinks fucking Elon Musk is worth half a shit no like he has torched his goodwill with the funniest flamethrower of all time yes unfortunately it's one that makes social media reach much more difficult you dumb piece of shit
2: yeah like uh-huh. yeah, he's uh, everyone knows uh, his his stupidity is on full display, and like only like the, the most idiotic simp's are still like clinging to this idea that he's like the boy genius of the of the of the entire mm-hmm. world, and like he's a some sort of like um, Tony Stark no. <laughs> type character. <laughs> there is a
1: stark contrast between him and Tony Stark. Yes. For one, Tony Stark uh, actually sold rockets that didn't blow up. Yeah, I'm kidding. They all blew up. He was a yeah. weapons manufacturer. They, I guess,
2: Yeah, I guess. The that's only difference between me and Schindler is my mis- my bombs work, Damn it!
1: <laughs> Wild. Um, <coughs> so, back with Una and Pelia, they find the saboteur. Uh, already got that. So, Ahura wakes up to a red alert, and the Enterprise seems to be being attacked. Uh, just as the ship is breaking apart, uh, she goes up to the bridge and the ship seems to be breaking apart, but then she realizes, guess what, it's another hallucination.
2: Oh, shit. She's just,
1: she is on something. <laughs> like, no one, no one, sh- like, they only checked in medbay to see if, like, how, like, her cortisol levels and shit were. Like, how, <laughs> how was your stress? They didn't check to see if she'd be, like, rolling molly or if she's, like, far into the K-hole or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which would have been, like, I think a much more interesting thing. Um, like, fucking. She's like, well, I just found this baggie in, in Hemmer's stuff. <laughs> and I don't know. It, it kind of looked like I could snort it.
2: Uh. You ever see that video of, like, I guess I'm, um, um, uh. Uh, hotel worker I guess he uh, went into these people's room and found like they had ketamine cool and so so he did all their ketamine and yeah, um, yeah. When they came in I guess he maybe thought it was coke and didn't know it was ketamine. Oh, no, and so um, That's that's real bad. dude. <laughs> so when they came back, he was still in the room. Just like completely <laughs> completely out of his mind. Yeah,
1: cuz like going into the k-hole is the exact opposite yeah. of doing cocaine mm-hmm. so if you're not prepared for that that'll fuck you up
2: bad <laughs> yeah they're all they're all just like they weren't mad it seemed they were just mm-hmm. like oh no dude because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he was definitely not there he was his yeah, eyes weren't right. registr- even registering there that they're that they're even there or anything oh yeah
1: yeah although i would highly 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 recommend to anyone who likes drugs Uh, doing ketamine and cocaine together Hmm. is phenomenal. (laughs) It is like one of the coolest combos of drugs. It just makes everything in the world brighter and nicer Hmm. and cleaner and shinier and happier. (laughs) It's wild, dude.
2: Makes the pain go away.
1: To some degree, to some degree, to some degree, <laughs> temporarily. Not
2: enough. Not enough. Not like a
0: shotgun. <laughs>
1: um, so Pike questions Ahura uh, about her condition, and Jim Kirk interrupts. Uh, this uh, Kirk moves his hands way too much. He does. He does. He's he's doing a Jim Carrey ass thing. I wonder if
2: he's part Italian.
1: Uh, that might be it
2: Yeah he's talking with his hands
1: uh, in, Well if that was the case He would have to go by Jimmy Kirk
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Hey Jimmy Kirk Oh. Hey Jimmy
1: Kirkino Hey Jimmy Oh, oh Jimmy <laughs>
2: Hey we are
1: gonna go down to the yards And sexually harass some women Jimmy <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean he does call Jimmy In this episode mm-hmm. So yeah Hey,
1: you want to go get some Italian oh. ice and never wear a condom while having sex? <laughs> Gabagool Jim! Gabagool Jimmy! <laughs> yes, go, Gabagool Jimmy Kirk. That's what we call him now. Um. Um,
2: Kirk is short for. Uh, man, do any do any Italian names Kirk, even use... Kirk K? is
1: short for his penis. <laughs> um,
2: Kirkizazo. K- Kirkizo. Kirkizo.
1: So, um, Kirk implies whatever happened to the saboteur who is hallucinating is happening to Ahura. So, we go back to sick Bay and Ahura's there, and, uh, they're hearing the Cylon sound again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, the Much sa- louder. Yeah, they're, they're doing tests on the saboteur to figure out what the fuck is wrong with him, and it seems like whatever's wrong with him is what's wrong with Ahura. Mm-hmm but uh because there's like a, a part in their brain that is like either over or under activated and it's yeah. like the communication center but uh suddenly the saboteur uh grabs a phaser caps some people and escapes violently mm-hmm. good good for you guy
2: and there it did seem very star wars because uh, like yeah. they they shoot at him and then sparks fly and i feel it makes a star wars noise
1: it did do some very Star Warsy stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, the most Star Wars thing uh, possible happens here, where the highly trained officers can't hit the, the fucking broadside <laughs> of a barn with their phaser.
2: I know he's he's basically like not even twenty feet un- away from them, mm-hmm. and they, they miss, miss multiple gets, times. Not just not just miss. It also it goes so far above his head into an angle i'm like were you even facing it forward
1: i'm surprised it didn't just kill someone else
2: (laughs) yeah Um,
0: shoot
2: his own head off
1: yeah that would have been cool (laughs) so chasing after the saboteur um he's attacked several people and is headed towards engineering to do something nefarious Mm -hmm. so they give Ahura the person who also has the exact same thing wrong with them they give her a phaser
2: I was that's why I was uh, like they see the result of like they're both afflicted by the same thing At mm-hmm. no point is anyone like not is like maybe you should stay in the, in the in the med Bay for now no
1: no instead Mbinga's like Hey, it's time to gear up. You need <laughs> to get a face. Would you like the rifle too? How
2: many knives do you need, little girl? You are also hallucinating. Here's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, yeah, he's he's doing he's doing the Reagan maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan was just like, let's take all the people out of the insane asylums and put them on the street.
1: Yeah. Or you know, <laughs> uh, you know and. Um, yeah. Airplane control tower. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: cool. Um, so in the hallway, Laon uh sees Jim Kirk and she calls him out and Jimmy they have, gabagool Yeah, Jimmy gabagool and they have a moment. Yeah. They have a moment.
2: And it's funny because they have a moment, but the moment's only on her end. It like, is because like, Kirk if, has no idea what she's even. No, saying. right? Like she's <laughs>
1: she's like straight up in love with this guy mm-hmm. because she spent a fucking week with him in the past. Yeah. Uh, but it's a different I can't guy. Remember. Did they fuck? No, they didn't fuck. No. They kissed though on the, no, in the yeah. street and whatever. But then they but then uh, Kirk got got killed before yeah. they could fuck. Yeah. But she did spend a long time watching him sleep on a couch, which is, uh, I mean, at least to our generation, that's home plays. Yeah. Or ho- yeah. Home base. Yes. Like, like that's hitting a home run right there like first base is having sex Mm. second base is like hanging out with someone in the daytime Mm. uh third base is um going to ikea going to ikea with someone And home base is watching them sleep on a couch.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> then you're basically married at that point.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> so they've already basically been married. So yeah. she has a moment, but, like, the most he's ever seen of her is uh, her calling him on a pad.
2: Yeah. Like, and hey, let's get a drink.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he's like, man, what's up with this goofy brush?
2: Yeah, I do wish it played up more like him just being like, can i help you yeah (laughs)
1: like yeah lawn
2: you fell in love with a version of myself that didn't even doesn't even exist anymore (laughs) yeah
1: yeah uh, i don't like cops Uh, also there's this problem with your uh last name (laughs) no no one ever mentions her last name ever in the series unless it's her she's so mad about it yeah Uh, She's the only
2: one that mentions her last name uh,
1: But thankfully in this episode at least They kind of like humanized her She didn't mention her lineage or last Mm -hmm. name Or the fact that her entire family Were killed by the Gorn And and so like I I actually I like what they did with her character here And I hope they continue on The path of making her character Far more normal and less angsty Yeah Mm So Ahura finds the saboteur um, Because she still has a phaser (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, she uh, still has a gun. Yeah,
1: yeah. in a portnacell, Uh She goes up a Jeffrey's tube into a portnacell and finds him. Uh, and she tries to talk him down, um, but he continues, and they fight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, this is a fine little fight here. Uh, Kirk uh, finds them and grabs a her and beams them out immediately, right as the portnacell blows up. So... D- the,
2: n- n- no, maybe I'm wrong. W- what's up? Yeah, I guess they did have... Um, um, spot to spot transporting. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah in the ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean
1: I'm pretty sure that's established. Yeah. Or they at least can do it from like outside to inside to like mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere. So I think I think it's reasonable to assume that they mm-hmm. could have something like that. So uh next we're back in Medbay, and uh Pike reasons that Ahura is suffering the same thing uh that the Saboteur was, but um uh But he refuses to quarantine Ahura because I don't know, man.
2: Well, the last person did blow up a part of our ship (laughs) and killed
1: himself and another person while doing it. But you know we, what? we trust you. You know, you're one of the good
2: ones. Yeah, just just go to your room. It's fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Just wait for madness to overcome you, and then uh, and then we'll come uh, kill you. I guess shoot you before you can blow Hopefully, before you blow up the ship. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, that's the hope. That's the yeah. real great hope here. Before you become nonverbal and uh, mm. don't and can't <laughs> and can't be reasoned with. Yeah, before you start <laughs> sabotaging
1: all of our internal systems.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what they like. They saw this guy was actively sabotaging the ship to make it fail. And blow right. up, and, and, and they're just like, ooh, yeah, you have the same exact symptom, okay, well, bye. Right. Oh, all right. You well, know, Call us in the morning. It's right.
1: And her knows like all the comm systems and stuff, and she's also got all the Hammer videos, so mm-hmm. like, she might have a dangerous amount of knowledge that could really compromise the ship here. Yeah. You
2: know what this episode actually reminded me of is um, the one well, the one episode you love, uh, the one where um, mm-hmm. Deanna Troy's being um, reached by the al- unseen alien forces.
1: Are you talking Night Terrors? Yes. Yeah, I love that episode. <laughs> it's got to be my favorite episode of TNG. <laughs> yeah. God, I would love to watch Deanna Troy fly awkwardly for like 5 minutes of screen time in a purple haze.
2: I will say I think it does like the the premise of Night Terrors a lot better.
1: Yeah, the premise isn't bad. It's just like the the episode is fairly incompetent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go listen to that episode. I think we reviewed it on Yeah, p- we did. Yeah. Podcast, I don't know, 6 months ago or something.
2: Mhm. Time, time's irrelevant.
1: It, it is. Time's irrelevant. We're all dying in <laughs> uh, Lon ha- happens upon Jim Kirk, and uh, they kind of have another moment. Yeah. Uh, Lawn feels like a real character and not a reference here, which is nice.
2: Yeah. yeah. I wish they did have, like, um, a moment at the end to kind of, like...
1: Yeah, they didn't really tie it up, but they did open up kind of another chapter at the end that I thought made a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm so. going
2: to guess we're going to see a lot more Jim Kirk Oh, uh, absolutely. No, he's
1: going to be in every episode until the end of the season, I think.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did come off very Kirk-y. In this.
1: He was better on this episode than he has been so far. Mm-hmm. I'm still not 100% sold on him. Uh, yeah. I feel like his mannerisms just aren't Kirk. However, he's playing a young Kirk several years before he gets the posting as captain. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to give a little bit of grace for that. Um, yeah. But still, like, he does... I mean, he... He is giving me more Jim Carrey is Jim <laughs> yeah. Kirk.
2: He does look a lot like Jim Carrey, he,
1: and he moves like him too. Yeah,
2: he's very he's very lanky and tall. Where Shatner was very squat. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, like, like Shatner
1: is like a, a little potato man.
2: He is a potato man. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: and like you know, I feel like uh, Chris Pine is like definitely more of like a hunk type. Like yeah. he's, he's just in good shape in general. But mm-hmm. uh, and I think that works. But the 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 twink twunk. Kirk, I'm not 100% sold on, just because, like, twunks don't act like Jim Kirk acts, you know, so. <coughs> I
2: also think it's probably, like, a good thing, like, he's doing his own thing as an actor. Yeah. Like, he's not trying to recapture Shatner's Which, which I appreciate, and yeah. he's
1: not doing the hammy Shatner either, which would have no. been, I think, the worst decision for him to come on and be like, Hi, my name is Jim Kerr. <laughs> like, it would have been I'm sure distracted.
2: I, I would love to see a video. I mean, you know that exists
1: somewhere. Oh, 100%. And he's probably very good at it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he probably, fu- he, There's. Pro- I want to see the uh, blooper reel where he's just, like, ends up just just, m- just um, just aping uh, Shatner's performance yeah. in a scene. And and then uh, fucking
1: Anson it. Mount's cracking up the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Yeah,
2: if you're listening out there, Paramount, release the blooper reel. Yeah. Release the butthole cut.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> if you're listening out there, any representative of Paramount, if you release that cut, I'll send you pictures of my dick. Oh, shit. I mean, of the, I'm, of
2: I'm the blooper d- cut or the butthole cut?
1: Either or. I mean, I'm going to send you pictures of my dick anyway because <laughs> I just do that to every Paramount email I can find. <laughs> yeah. But, um,
2: yeah, yeah, against their will. Keep sending us these nude photos. Whose will? Oh, uh, will, will, will Eaton?
1: Oh, will we? Oh, against their will. It's not against his will at all. No, <laughs> I mean he wants it against he his. will. He wants it against his will. His Willie.
2: <laughs> his, his wheat, wheat stock.
1: He wants me to wrap my big old dick around his micro penis. His,
2: his, his wheat stop. <laughs> yeah. His Will Wheatstop. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Yep.
1: Um. So. Next, we go back to uh, the diagnostics in the uh, fuel depot. And Una makes it clear that she doesn't like Pelia. Mm -hmm. And Pelia is like, why don't you like me? (laughs) And it's pretty great. She's so curt. Like, I love Pelia. I I want to be more like her. Mm. I want to have a crazy accent. Mm. I want to look absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to, like, call people out on just, like, the smallest perceived (laughs) indiscretions. I fucking love that shit.
2: Yeah, she she, she and I, I and she does have like her own little like she does have her own little flair to her uniform too. She does.
1: She's got a thing right here. I don't know what that's for. Maybe it, yeah. it maybe it means like she's a instructor at Starfleet or something. Oh, maybe. I'm not 100% sure what that's for, but yeah. it's some kind of hey, look at me thing, which is cool. So, um, Pelia fucking absolutely wrecks Una's shit and tells her how it is and then just walks away. It's pretty cool. So next, we're back with Kirk, and uh, he's checking the saboteurs' files um, because, for some reason, Starfleet's like, "Well, he killed a person, so you can look through all <laughs> of his all of his diaries and medical records for for all of time." And I'm like, "Wow, really?
2: But I yeah, mean, all of, you, you, you pretty much, yeah, it's crazy. Like, your boss can just pretty much see your Google history.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> God." god God, God like yeah this is like the equivalent of like some guy in a costco warehouse has a forklift accident and so like his boss gets to go and watch and see all the porn he's watched for the past (laughs) two years
2: yeah he's just like all right i get to go through his phone see all his photos uh let's see uh let's see uh let's see the google search history all right god damn that's a weird dick (laughs) that's a weird dick
1: yeah um So uh, her fear is she's only a day and a half away from losing her mind entirely because that's basically the timeline Mm -hmm. from the saboteur there. So uh, she says uh, this isn't the first time she's hallucinated before, Mm -hmm. which uh, I'm like, oh, yeah? You got an ass's story or something? Let's bring it. Let's bring it. But no, no. She tells them about how her family died uh, and... um, in a, like, a transporter, or not a transporter accident, a shuttle accident. And she puts in a fucking performance here. Mm-hmm. Like she She's crying and fucking... Yeah, she was letting the waterworks
2: go. Oh, yeah. <clears> no, <throat>
1: she was great at it. It felt very authentic. Yeah. Uh, and it, it got me a little in the feels. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, girl, you putting in some capital A acting up in this. Yeah,
2: she, yeah, and I like how, yeah, it's been establishing her, like, back history for, yeah, since the first episode of mm-hmm. this of the series and I like how it's continuing to build upon that it's really yeah, me awesome. too yeah, yeah it's
1: they're they're doing so much of a better job with a than I think they did with lawn
0: yeah
2: it's
1: like, so much better
2: mm-hmm. like if
1: you want to like expand on a minor character that's how you do it mm. I wish we'd get more Ortega stuff yeah, same. I mean, people said that last episode was an Ortega's thing, and I'm like, yeah. What more do you know about Ortega's? Yeah. That, that she flies the ship.
2: We know that she's really cool and likes to fly the ship,
1: and has funny, <laughs> funny lines.
2: And so that episode established she's really cool and likes to fly the ship. Yep.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I want like actual backstory. I want like reasons why she is like she is. Yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um,
2: like, who is She looking.
1: That's a great question, because you know she'd be scissoring. Oh yeah. You know she'd be she'd be scissoring like a pair of shears. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, Ahura watches a video of Hammer, uh, and honestly, it had me crying. Yeah. I was like, damn.
2: All right. It was a really funny video. It was a really funny
1: video. He uh he jerks off both of his um (laughs) his antenna, and like. Just like
2: the guy from the from the um. The oh
1: yeah, from from the fan production. Yeah, the fan
2: production yeah, we watched. Production we yeah, watched. Yeah, yep,
1: and uh, it was it was pretty good. And then uh, Hammer accidentally uh, pulls the, the head off of one of his um, <laughs> antenna, and he's like, "I
0: circumcised myself,"
1: <laughs> and it's it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. End of episode. End of episode. End of now. Um, <laughs> so uh, suddenly, Ahura thinks she knows what's wrong. So, Ahur explains to Kirk that something is trying to contact them in the language center of their brain. Both the saboteur and herself, mm-hmm. um, and whereas it like overactivated the saboteurs, it has not done so yet to her. And so, Kirk's like, "Do you want to go to Sam? Because he's a Zeno anthropologist. anthropologist, and so he's like, you know, good at figuring out like weird." species and shit like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, let's go. So uh, they go to Sam Kirk and Ahura uh, kind of explains the universal translator and how it works with the brainwaves in mm-hmm. a way that they haven't explained really at all since uh, gosh, I don't know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, we, we love an explanation of that because most people think it's like like Google Translate, but yeah. it, ain't, it ain't shit like that at all. Mm-hmm. So Creatures, uh, she says, living in the Diterium, which they are mining here at this fuel depot, are trying to reach out because they're dying and the system uh, can't shut down. The Mm -hmm. system of, like, extracting the Diterium because these things are, like, invisible organisms within the Diterium. Mm -hmm. So, Ahura finds herself at her family's crash site, and so she's having another hallucination here. Um but she's actually on the bridge while she's hallucinating this. And she tells Pike that they're killing the creatures and that they need to destroy the fueling station. Pike reluctantly agrees. He's like, you know what? Fuck it.
2: I trust you.
1: You know what? We've got this huge fueling depot, but my communications officer is going crazy.
2: You know what? That last guy, he really wanted to destroy it. So... (laughs) So in his
1: memory, you know...
2: (laughs) Yeah, and plus like, who's to say, like, she's also just, like, not just, like, listening to, like, so, something try, trying to make her do something bad. Like, right, that, that's the thing. Be, is, she could be manipulated. Right. doing the wrong There's thing. There's
1: so many episodes where a captain or a crew member is manipulated by, like, an invisible being mm-hmm. into doing something bad. And I'm almost surprised this wasn't one of those episodes. Yeah, I know. This is one of the few times where, like, the invisible creatures, like, taking over someone's brain on the Enterprise is actually doing a solid.
2: Yeah. They destroy it, and then Rita Repulsa comes out. It's like, finally, I can take this It's free time to conquer Earth. And they're like, oh, shit, we let out Rita Repulsa. <laughs> and take it <the> out, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The actress of Rita Repulsa, actually from my hometown. Shut up. Yeah, the place I was born, at least Anchorage, Alaska. Really? Mm -hmm. Cool.
2: Yeah. She's still alive? She hot as fuck. Probably. (laughs) I
1: like to take her big, like, Rita Repulsa, like, fucking staff, Mm -hmm. stick in her pussy in her butt.
2: All right. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. I was going to say, I want to marry her.
1: yeah i've got weirder plans um, my brother does the marrying thing oh right? yeah that's true i can't do that i'm the fail son <laughs>
2: yeah, we, we're the we're the sam george kurtz jr <laughs> hell yeah
1: i gotta be i gotta be probing things with things you mm-hmm. know in lieu of marriage
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're doing your xeno Zeno anthropology yeah right. <laughs> Like I call sex. You know, there's anthropology here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like my my brothers, like at the chapel getting married and shit, and it like cuts to me, and I'm just on my bed like poking a butthole
2: <laughs> while holding like a like a like a microscope, and like a, you have like a like a like testing kit. You're just like I'm doing science here, <laughs> <laughs>
1: something like that. Um, so. Uh, the Enterprise clears the fueling station, and they blow that shit up. Mm-hmm. This, this a—it's great effects here. This looks really good. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I liked it like when it blew up.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and after that, we see a hologram of a smiling Hemmer, who's like, "Good job blowing shit up."
2: I do like how, like before they blew it up, like Hemmer was in zombie form, going like, "Blow it up!" <laughs> just yeah. staring at her, just, and then then he's like.
1: Yeah, and then he's like, unzombies. He's like, great job! You did it. Yeah, which is like, what is up with these fucking microorganisms taking over her brain? They're like, <laughs> yes, make the, the fond memory
2: of a dead loved
1: one make it a zombie. Yeah.
2: Like, what? Now they we don't even
1: know what zombies
2: are! Yeah, they don't. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mm. guess they probed her memories, I guess.
1: I guess so, but it, it made it pretty clear that these are like microorganisms that are very unevolved.
2: Yeah, I wonder if. Well, yeah, I do wonder, I, I, and that's why I do think, like, yeah, I mean, I think they were just like respond, like, their feelings, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it was go- translating in her mind.
1: That's just the way it is. Just the way it is.
2: Things will never change. Sometimes you see zombie hammer. Oh yeah. We
1: fucking love that Bruce Hornsby song, Zombie Hammer. <laughs> hmm
2: Zombie Hammer. Yeah,
1: Bruce Hornsby in the Range. Zombie <laughs> Hammer. Real good shit. I've seen Bruce Hornsby in concert, I think, three times. Wow. I fucking love Bruce Hornsby. Mm. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I've got a I've got a first edition copy sealed of his record, uh, Bruce Hornsby in the Range, the Grammy uh, award winning record from nineteen eighty five. M. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, featuring uh, both uh, The Way It Is as well as Mandolin Rain, an absolute mm. fucking barn burner of a hit.
2: You've definitely lost all the followers right now. You're just like, who? <laughs> Alright, this a is... A Bruce Hornsby? This is
1: a Bruce Hornsby and Steely Dan podcast now. Welcome to... Uh, it's
2: about to educate everyone on who Bruce Hornsby is. Welcome to Steely, Steely, Dan, Steely Trek. a Steel, Steel <laughs> Trek. <laughs> um... Hey, you so, should do Steely Trek. No, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I I I could, <laughs> which is why I should not.
2: <laughs> yeah, where you where you take a Steely Dan song and re, and 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 do its like Star Trek um, uh, equivalent.
1: You know, th- this like I'm pretty sure this podcast was already pitched on AP Bio. <laughs> was it? Yeah, where it was a uh, fucking. Um, what's his name uh Patton oswald is the principal Mm -hmm. i think on there has a podcast uh where every week they break down a new steely dance song
2: really yeah
1: which is a great deep joke (laughs) and totally the kind of thing like a high school principal or elementary school principal would do yeah very cool (laughs) so um back with una and pelia um it's revealed that Una once took a class in engineering from Pelia, mm-hmm. and she gave her a C for cunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A capital C. Exactly. Uh, but Pelia says she's actually mad about Hammer, and Una's like, fuck, I am. And <laughs> it's actually kind of a touching scene. Yeah. You know, they have a moment, and um Yeah. Like, Una comes to terms with some stuff, and Pelio looks like a fuck the badass she is.
2: Yeah. There was that scene in the last se- uh, season when um, Una was carrying Hemmer on her back, mm-hmm. like on her shoulders.
1: Yeah, I bet that, that twink's got to be, like, 30 pounds soaking wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, she's also, like, superhuman. She's like, I can live for whatever.
1: And also... um uh, the actual Rebecca Romaine is like 5'11 I think. Is she really? She's a big girl. That okay. that's why I always assumed Pike was a short guy. Mm. A short king because like uh around all of his supporting cast he looks like maybe shorter than them, mm-hmm. but like everyone else is just tall. Yeah. But he's he's a good like 5'10 5'11
2: so, mm. Yeah.
1: It was listed somewhere that he's six one. That is not true. That is a hundred percent not true. <laughs>
2: that, that is fault. That is fake news uh, put out by Anson Mount himself.
1: Absolutely, or his wife, or his wife, or his wife. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does probably wear two inch pumps pretty occasionally. That it, make they, him that height.
2: They were measuring by hair, his hair first.
1: That's actually, if you measure by his hair, you might you he might, he might be you might clear six one, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah,
2: that's that's where he was cheating. Yeah, he's because he's got a good. He's I'd doing. Say, he's two doing two the, a quarter inches. Yeah, on he's there. doing the pickup artist thing. He's doing. Oh, the, he's doing the, the mis- P, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you, where you have to add height to yourself, and like he's doing like uh, doing the high hair and. Right, right. And uh, right. he's counting the hair. And he's like, yeah, I'm six one. So, yeah, of course I'm six that, one. that that the hair is my body, is it not? Yeah,
1: I mean, you want to fuck me anyway. Do you really care about my height? I'm goddamn Anton Mount. I'm the, the best-looking 50-year-old that's ever been white. That's
2: true. Yeah. Yeah, he has a very, very good hairline. Also possibly from Italian jeans.
1: Unfortunately, you mean. Yeah, unfortunately. Un- unfortunately, probably from yeah. Italian jeans. I
2: mean, he was making that spaghetti sauce uh, last episode, so. Yeah.
1: Uh, Italian jeans? Do you mean like (laughs) D-squared? That's a Euro trash clothing joke.
2: Yeah. The stuff with all the the little crappy designs on the pockets. Yeah. hate those. Yeah,
1: those are for Euro trash. (laughs) We hate Euro trash on this podcast, by the way. Like, if you're European and you go to like European EDM festivals, fucking eat a gun. I mean, (laughs) you don't have access to them, but come over to America and I'll give you one.
2: I heard a guy talking with a British accent. The other day. Oh God! I was like what? No, I just let it by. Some pass.
1: <laughs> next, next time, take it more seriously. I should have taken it more seriously. Be like,
2: should, like get, you get out of America.
1: Yeah, I'll be like, hey, you ever heard of? Uh, I got a number for you, seventeen seventy six. Dumb shit.
2: <laughs> the phone's for you. <laughs> <laughs> <Psst>. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Oh, what's that? Oh, but seventeen seventy six. It's for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> Hell yeah. (laughs)
0: Hmm.
1: So next we go to the bar, and a jazz band is playing, because for some reason they still have jazz in the future.
2: Love space
1: jazz. Fucking no one listens to jazz now, and suddenly it's going to get popular 200 years from now? I don't know, man.
2: Yeah, no copyright. That's very true. (laughs)
1: I mean, you can't put a copyright on music that's, like, just fooling around.
2: Yeah, just like it's new every single time you listen to it.
1: Yeah, it's like... um, if improv comedy were music and somehow worse mm-hmm. it would be jazz
2: you know whose line is it anyway he's coming to uh bremerton i've already
1: seen uh who's live anyway mm. um mm. yeah uh, it had uh let's see we had greg proops we had uh colin mockery ryan styles and i forget the fourth guy but it was mm. pretty good it was really funny mm. oh saw it at the paramount theater here oh well yeah very good
2: now they're going to be at the admiral theater in Brimerton.
1: That's kind of wild. Is it going to have, like, the classic lineup mostly? That
2: uh, looked like most, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Greg Proops is in it, though. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Uh,
1: Greg Proops actually has a really good podcast called The Smartest Man in the World, I think, mm. or something
2: like that. Mm. Yeah,
1: which is pretty much just him, like, off the cuff. He's a very, very smart guy. Oh, really? Yeah, like, very smart.
2: Wouldn't expect that from an improv comedy guy
1: yeah i mean there's two types of improv comedy guys uh those who are good at it and everybody else (laughs) greg proofs is one of the very few former (coughs) Mm, yeah um i've been to like improv comedy a couple times like down at the uh the improv comedy theater there in the alley Mm. in uh, pike place and i gotta say not for me (laughs) it's like Oh boy! You literally just read what someone put on a card, and now you're like acting out, acting out their character. Great! I know. Just what I needed to see.
2: I I, I was just reminiscing the other day how I went to rendezvous on like on a new comedy, new comedian night, Uh like first first time, first time uh, doing stand up, people and. It w- I'll never do it again, it was too heartbreaking
1: No, no, you're gonna Because I'm <laughs> gonna do it one of these nights You're gonna come with me Oh no, alright, yeah. I'll, I'll go and support you I, I legitimately have, I think 1500 one-liners written mm. uh, Because I used to write Like 10 to 20 one-liners For my former podcast mm. And I did that for like 80 episodes mm. So I have Like a fucking endless amount And they're actually fucking pretty good like I, I can, I'll, go, I'll
2: go to your improv comedy. I thing. can actually write
1: some good one-liners. so.
2: I'm looking forward to it.
1: Uh, but I will act exactly like a mix with St- between Stephen Wright and Mitch Hepburn, which is <laughs> incredibly stoned. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, it's the best way to do it. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So anyway, so Jazz is playing at the bar uh, while Ahura and Jim Kirk have a drink together. Sam Kirk joins them and Sam uh, says he's proud of his brother and that he makes a fine officer for the Farragut but guess what he doesn't apologize Mm-mm. and Jim's like shit you're not going to apologize and Sam's like man then fuck you <laughs> suck on my dick and he's like that's incest and he's like "Yes. Yeah, see you in my quarters <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: but then Spock comes up and meets Jim Kirk and shakes his hand Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like how like a uh, um, um, momentous their first their first official meeting was.
1: Yeah, you know, and I I, I think they did it specifically to like cap off the episode mm-hmm. and be like, well, here's what the next episode going to be about.
2: I, oh, yeah, Actually, I wasn't even thinking about that honestly. Watching the episode, I wasn't even thinking about like, oh yeah, this is the first the, like this is the first time like. Kirk and Spock have been on the same Enterprise. I wasn't even thinking about that because like mm-hmm. I, I, I was loving all the rest of the story. Right. So then, when like Spock showed up at the end, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, they have had
1: two ep- so they had that episode uh, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow where Kirk was here, mm-hmm. but they also had two episodes in the previous season where like a different version of kirk showed up yeah uh in different ways and there was one where he was with spock yeah but it was a completely different kirk that not the same kirk we're seeing here yeah so
2: yes this is technically their first time they meet
1: it is and so this is the beginning of oh yeah am i wearing oh no this isn't my i thought this was my spirk shirt but it's my uh my Tom Riker Finland shirt. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's the first a, time. A
2: very, a start of a very beautiful friends with benefits. Yes. <laughs> I like to just think
1: of it as a gay rendezvous. Yeah,
2: gay rendezvous. Yeah. yeah, like
1: like the place you went and saw stand-up comedy. Yeah, the
2: place I went and saw, yeah. Uh, gay rendezvous. Oh, that's why I kept getting my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like i kept on
1: going to the bathroom to take a pee but every time i took my dick out some guy just sucked it
2: it was literally the first time i'd seen stand-up comedy in my life so i i was like this is normal okay yeah it's
1: <laughs> stand-up comedy they should uh, call it open up comedy <laughs> you're opening your mouth to suck my dick yeah yeah yep
2: so Brett, what do you think of the episode?
1: I thought it was pretty great. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be at least so far my second best episode of the season so far. I mean, I don't think it quite lived up to uh, Ad Astra per mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Um, because that was just like a that was like a ten out of ten episode. Mm-hmm. Like that was every beat was almost perfect on that episode. Whereas this one, there was a little here and there they could have cut away. Um, it was and also like having I think four d- distinct plots I, mm. I think they could have cleaned that up a little bit. I'm not sure we needed like the Kirk in La- on stuff at all. <coughs> no
2: agreed. Like uh, I felt like especially since it didn't do payoff at the end where it mm-hmm. would because they mention, like, Kirk is like, hey, you still owe me that drink. Right. And then we don't get them having a
1: drink. Yeah, I know. They should They should have been having a drink at the, be- at the end or yes. something. Like, mm. La'on and Kirk, and then Spock joins them, and La'on's like, are you trying to steal my man?
2: Yeah, cause like, yeah, cause like, you have you stretch Kirk too thin, mm-hmm. where you had the entire. I mean, he is too thin here. He is too thin. We already talked about. But that. But yeah, cause like they had you know him spending the entire time with Yihura, then like also the brother thing that had to be cleaned, that had to be come to a close at the end as well. Right. And then also then introduced the León thing, and then we also have Spock at the end. Right. So everyone's just like being like you know. Ooh. Everyone needs to meet Jimmy. Yeah. So it just yeah, there was too many too many things that had to be that like cleaned up at the end.
1: Yeah, too many moving parts I think.
2: Yeah, and they could have like just like not had Leon and still kept the Spock thing mm. it, you know, that was a very brief yeah. thing. And, brief encounter. Yeah, just like not, but yeah, not 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 an I even do Leon thing. Yeah, yeah
1: and I, I thought they could have spent even more time on Ahura to be honest. Oh yeah. I, I like her story and there were some <laughs> parts where they actually like just did exposition, did the tell-don't-show, which we all prefer a show-don't-tell. But, you know, she she talked to a person, like, recounting her memories, like, seeing, like, her first memory was, like, her dad playing piano and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and she was, like, trying to jog her memory to, like, assure herself that she wasn't losing her mind type thing, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, But overall, this this was really good. I'd give it a probably solid 8 out of 10. This was, like, a good episode. Not great. Uh, there were there were a few things that I think held it back. Mostly just how many storylines they had going on. Yeah. I thought they could have cleaned that up and really just made it a little bit tighter. But yeah.
2: Also, like the Pia and um, Pelia. Pelia. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. keep calling her pa- Paella. Paella. Paella, pa- pa- paella and um, Una hmm. probably could have also done without that plot thread, unless it's still setting up something else. That's right.
1: I do love Pelia so much, though, yeah. that I was just happy to see her every time on screen because mm-hmm. she says something goofy and does a, a goofy affectation <coughs> on it. Like. <laughs> I can I can't stress enough how much Carol Kane is really magnetic in this uh, role. She's she's great. She's yeah. fun to watch. Like her line delivery is great. All of the weird decisions she makes make me happy. Mm-hmm. Like she's just killing it. Yeah, she's
2: playing a very similar character to her, the one that she did in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is like.
1: I never got far enough into the series to where she was on there. I don't think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she was the landlady.
2: Yeah, I only she watched the good.
1: first few episodes. I uh, think, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was good.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a fun show, and I really like uh, what's his name, Titus. The big, yeah, Titus, big, big,
2: Titus Andromeda. He's
1: so fucking funny. He is really. Yeah, funny. That dude is hilarious.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would like it. Like, I do like the traditional, like, sort of like sci-fi problem they had, where it's just like, you know, because like, because almost like. The stakes of the of the uh, of the episode almost seem non-existent in a way, where it's just like mo- most. Mo- it's basically the only pre- uh, people that are really experiencing it are like Uhura and then Kirk, mm. you know, in a way. But like right. except for like the the ship explosion, but like for the most part, like Pike is completely in the blue (laughs) like yeah yeah
1: pike is like a wind sock in the wind here yeah he's just like letting people drag him different directions he's just like
2: okay yeah like like,
1: the communications uh, officer's like shut down the fuel depot and he's like "Uh, okay and then she's like we have to blow it up and he's like (laughs) fine (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah but i think you're
1: you're literally still a cadet (laughs) yeah like you, you no, literally, she's an literally. Oh, she's an ensign. Yeah. yeah, But still, like you're literally like the lowest possible ranking officer here. Like you're in charge of nothing and nobody <laughs> except your own station. So yeah, let's blow this motherfucking shit to the ground. Because like,
2: some some alien some uh some voice in your head is telling you to. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but I but I think it just shows like how much trust he has in his staff and. Um, True,
1: he he do be a great boss.
2: He do be a great boss, mm-hmm. and um. But yeah, I just, I just like how you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it, it's not like, you know, we don't have much karate or anything like as we did in other things. Like I just, it's just like, Hey, we have this, we have the sci-fi problem here. Mm-hmm. Let's solve it in a way yep. because, and we're going to do it with like, because of empathy and, and caring about like, the, even though we don't understand these invisible mm-hmm. aliens, we're still going to respect their sovereignty and their existence.
1: It's a real episode of Star Trek.
2: Real episode of Star Trek. I liked, uh, I liked the feel of it. Like, yeah, just as you said, like too many, too many plot threads going Mm -hmm. on and everyone wanted to be like, everyone to be like, you know, I want to be on Kirk.
1: Mm. So uh, someone on Reddit actually pointed out something that I kind of agree with today. And I think Mm. it's an interesting point. Uh the the post was something like I finally figured out what they're trying to do with TOS. Or sorry, uh, with Strange New Worlds and what that is is TOS episodes in the style of TNG.
2: Mm, and I was like, like
1: you know what? That's not inaccurate. Yeah. That's actually fairly accurate to what the tone, the setting and the pacing of the show is like.
2: Yeah. I I, I I do feel like the the atmosphere on on the Stranger Worlds bridge is very similar to Yeah, TNG, where it's just Mm -hmm. like it seems like uh, like a relaxed atmosphere where everyone is, everyone's just doing their best. Right, and it's
1: it's not like I think a big problem I had with things like Picard and like Discovery is ninety five percent of the time when they're on the bridge they're doing action. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of downtime on the bridge there's not levity on the bridge no and i love levity on the bridge
2: yeah just yeah just, yeah yeah just like the character moments between mm. people just like just working together and wanting to solve problems together
1: oh yeah we love to see it we love it so yeah pretty good episode highly recommended yeah recommend you know? it, yeah. yeah yeah this is um probably we will see where it ranks at the end but so far i think my second favorite episode of the season yeah um which is still like maybe my 8th favorite episode of the series overall, because I thought the first season was distinctly stronger than the second season has been so far.
2: It was firing on all cylinders. It yeah.
1: really was. It really was. I mean, there's like two or three episodes uh, in the first season that are like, you know, better than this one for me easy. Mm-hmm. Like 9 out of 10s or mm-hmm. 10 out of 10s. Like uh, <gasps> like the, the last episode, especially, Equality of Mercy, I mm-hmm. still don't think they've topped how
2: good that episode yeah. is. Like. At a- or Elysian kingdom, like go sh- fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that episode's at the top. Uh, no,
1: um, yeah, but uh, pretty good. Yeah, cool. I think that's uh, maybe where we should leave it. All right. So, thanks for joining us, Soyagers. It's uh, time for us to warp away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be well. Travel safe. And uh, you know what? If it's hairy, shave it.
2: Or if it's hairy, it ain't scary. Put your mouth on it. Oh yeah <laughs> we represent two separate this, like we're very conflicting in this issue I think. We, we are <laughs> yeah i think harry not is harry scary. harry okay
1: yeah i mean harry's fine mm. it's just like if it's got too many like body oils and stuff like that man, i ain't put my mouth on that <laughs> you know i i control my calories very well and if you got like 20 calories or more of oils up on there I ain't putting that in my mouth. That's too many calories for me. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta maintain this felt frame, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, you have your fish oils that you put into your food, or I boof that, them. That, 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 I boof that, them. You, that you do for your shiny coat. I boof, boof. All, all, of my pills. All, all of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They, they. I mean, they absorb a lot better in the mucous membrane of the asshole.
2: All right. Well, thanks for checking with the soy boys, girls, and the weirdly beans. <laughs> Hang Dong and And Shocker.
1: jazz bands in the future in Star Trek, but we don't see any classic rock. Mm. No no cover bands, man.
2: It'd be funny if there was folk punk.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Would that be funny? I yeah. think that'd be pathetic.
2: Well, because I think it's funny, like, even now, like, they have washboards and stuff, these washboards, and they sound, sound like they're from, like, Kentucky Appalachian, like, or, yeah. you know, Kentucky, like, uh, coal miners or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, well, where the fuck are you getting, like, a washboard and... And you sound like you worked in a coal mine,
1: right? Like <laughs> these people who have never used anything but coin off laundry in their <laughs> lifetime are playing a washboard. Like they know it's actual function.
2: Yeah. Where do we get a washboard? Where?
1: Yeah. Also like folk punk don't wash their clothes. Where are they fucking getting a washboard from? And why aren't Damn. they using it?
2: Damn. They right? don't.
1: They don't. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Cause they're like, Oh yeah. A washboard. That's a musical instrument.
2: I bet they think oh my god Uh yeah yeah that's fucked up they they could wash their clothes anywhere in any stream could because they have it on them Uh and they choose not to
1: yep you 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 have stumbled upon the great contradiction of folk (laughs) punk
2: all right, I'm going to go fight. Next uh, folk pu- the punk uh, people I see, I'm going to fight them. I'm going to confront them about this contradiction. You and, 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 you and me stand. both, brother.
1: You know what? Let's <laughs> let's make shirts that say, "Why you why you got a washboard and don't wash your clothes?" It
2: says anti folk punk action with like <laughs> with, with, with a washboard. <laughs> <gonna know> <laughs>
0: Hell yeah.